Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up you're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura May Poray. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Happy Easter. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling great. Had a great Easter. How was your Easter? Um, I, it was not a traditional Easter. I'm just going to say that. It was it mm. was the most um well, you're raised in church, and you get these, like, duty-driven beliefs where, you know, like, God is proud of you if you're in church on every Sunday, and if you have your, you know, suit pressed, and if you're, um, you know, like, all these, all these tools, <laughs> right? So um, my daughter asked me, she said, hey, the church that we're going to right now has a service on Saturday night, and then they have an identical service at 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock, and, or 8 and 9.30 and 11 on Sunday, but they do the same service four times so that those who work swing shift or those who maybe, you know, were not feeling well one day can go a different day. And so she said, can we go to the Saturday night service? Um, because my friend is getting baptized and I want to be there to celebrate with her. And I said, okay, well, that's kind of cool. It's kind of weird to do like Easter Sunday on Saturday night, but let's go for it. So we went Saturday night and we did our church and we watched, you know, her friend and her brother get baptized and it was beautiful and it was great service. And so then we woke up Easter Sunday and, you know, our family is apart right now because my husband's 800 miles away. And so literally on Easter, we packed, (laughs) like I stayed home in my yoga pants and I packed and it was the most bizarre Easter Sunday I've had, I think in my life. Um, No extended family, (laughs) no church clothes, no fancy. We had the rest of the chicken soup bucket. I make buckets of soup at a time because when I make a bucket of soup, it's like the biggest crock pot or not crock pot, the biggest soup pot I can find at the store. And then I cook this soup and I leave it on the stove. Um, all of these all dietitians and food prep people are going to be calling in like, you're poisoning your kids. But we leave it on the stove for like three days. I just keep it on low, keep it hot enough that nothing can form. And so for three days, we eat on the same thing. So dinner, we finished up our, you know, chicken soup and wash the pan, and that was it. But I was so reminded that Easter is not, like, the, the life and the freedom that Christ has given us is not about a set of rules, and it's not about a certain mandated lifestyle and guidelines. And God really just humbled me because I felt guilty off and on all day on Sunday. Like, this, I'm not even treating this like Easter Sunday. And it really just made me ponder, what is Easter Sunday? What, what does that mean? What, what does the fact that Christ is risen, what does that really mean day to day, not just on one particular Sunday that we have deemed the Sabbath, because Sabbath is actually Saturday, uh, but what does it mean to us? And what does it mean when it doesn't look like everybody says it should look? So it was a really humbling, odd, awkward um, day of stuffing things in cardboard boxes. So... Mm. Long story Those short, that, days. that was my Easter Sunday. But what about yours? Because yours was much more traditional, and I want to hear about Good News Traditional because I felt really lame on mine, actually. <laughs> no, you know what? I love that. And it, it's a reminder, too. I mean, you ask, like, you know, what does risen mean? You know, what is that? I got to thinking about that, too. And um, just 
we're so blessed with our families. It really, you know, my mom taught me this because we grew up poor. It doesn't matter what you do. You know, it's who you do it with and, you know, how God has blessed you in, in, in those ways. And those are the ways that you are richly blessed. And whether you're packing boxes or, you know, hunting eggs or whatever, it's just look around at the people that God has, has given you. And, you know, grace is right. Grace is so real. And for those of you who have a hard time forgiving, I just want to let you know, you can ask for it. If it's something that you feel like, man, I can't do it, tell God that. Because the beauty of Jesus rising is that the stone was rolled away from the tomb. Now, this is really significant to me because we're in our own tombs, right? And that's what death was. And when Jesus conquered the grave, and you think about conquering it and, you know, God just rolling the stone away, that's the same thing. There are no barriers now between us and him. There are no barriers. You can invite him in wholly into this otherwise, you know, entombing place that you put yourself in. And just invite them in. And that is the most beautiful part, you know. The, and I love the – this is a shout-out to Buckner Fanning. Buckner Fanning was an am, amazing pastor. He was the pastor. Yeah, amazing. At Trinity Baptist Church. He recently passed. I think he was in his 90s. But let me tell you something. Amazing man. And he talked about this thing I love. I remember I was a kid, like 12 years old. Ta-da! Like, you know, we're performers, <laughs> so we can appreciate this, right? But, you know, just the – you know, when Jesus – died and he suffered and those three days, you know, and then, you know, Mary was there and he revealed himself to her and it was just this ta-da moment, you know, right. like that's the show. Sorry, watch the volume. I can't help myself. With this. Right. <laughs> um, but that, you know what I mean? And to get that excited, you know what I mean? I mean, that, that kind of excited. And, you know, the enemy tries to distract us a lot of times with bells and whistles and gidgets and gadgmos and all this kind of stuff. When you feel gidgets and gadgmos coming around you, you're like, ooh, that's shiny. Watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Start focusing right. on the course. So you, I love that you talk about packing boxes, you know, and you say it's sad. I think it is awesome because I see God <laughs> moving in your family. And, no, I really, I, and I love seeing God move in your family. And I know you're exhausted. And I hear you smiling. And those types of things are, you know, when Jesus conquered that grave, you inviting God into your home and into your peace and say, you know what, I just, I need you in here. And it's really that simple, you know. It's, it's right. that, that's that beautiful. Um, I always talk about how I wish I could just be there to help you pack a box and do that kind of stuff. And how, you know, I'm just going to keep praying for you, for hands to come in and, you know, for your family to be reunited. Because that's really tough. And for all of our shows, it's just like a chronicle of our lives. It's a chronicle, all right? Enjoy the chronicles. Chronicles of Narnia. The chronicles of crazy. I love the chronicles of Narnia <laughs> when, when I was little. Yeah, and there was that secret. You, ever, okay, chances are you haven't seen it because the only movie we've both um, ever seen. Is I love it. I love but, Chronicles of Narnia, um, did you ever and we're about see, to go to a fourth <gasps> level of crazy. Oh, Aslan, right? And the wardrobe. Ah. And the, oh, my gosh, you've seen it for real? Oh, stop it. I'm going to cry right now because, oh, you know what? Next show, people call it out. Listen, chapter two is coming, whatever. It's going to be called either Aslan, no, Chronicles of Narnia. It's going to be called Narnia. Narnia, Narnia. I'm getting Narnia. Yes. It's called Narnia. Narnia. Don't get me started to cut off the hair (laughs) and what they did to him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Okay. How much time do we have left? I don't know. Six, ten minutes? We got this. Okay. When when the mice are, like, chewing on the rope and the one girl's like, stop, stop, stop. And the other one's like, No. Wait, no, they're chewing the ropes mm. off. 
And I feel like that's still my life right now because I want to look at a free level house and I'm trying to pack it by myself and I'm so stinking overwhelmed and I'm not someone who admits defeat easily. Um, and I'm always like, sure, I bite off more than I can chew, but I, I might choke, but I always swallow it. I always have. I always will. And in this, I feel like this is the biggest, um, you know, okay, five kids working 40 hours a week and then single mom in it and then trying to pack a three-level house into a 16-foot pod, which um, I know is never going to happen. <laughs> trying to figure out what to sell and what to keep and, what you know, what can I replace out there? And the yard sale pages out there, let me just tell you, with great yard sale pages on Facebook, they're not everywhere. My husband's like, oh, my word, even Craigslist out here. It's it's awful. There's nothing here. People in the Midwest, like, we know how to rock a yard sale. I don't even know what it is about the Midwest, mm. but we can rock. We have thousands. I'm talking seven to 10,000 people on our local yard sale pages. And then we have, you know, 800 posts a day. Like, you can't even find your old posts. There's so many. And then I go out to, to one of the yard sale pages out there. I'm like, okay, well, just chill, Laura. See if maybe you could find, like, a bedroom set out there. Or maybe you could find, you know, a dining room table. These bigger things that won't fit in the pod, but you got to keep your – Keep your necessities, but maybe you can replace the bigger things once you get out there. And I remember I saw one yard sale page, and the last I, – I could hear the crickets. The last post was uploaded on November – like November 2nd. I was like, yo, y'all, I'm seeing spider webs. <laughs> do you not yard sale out here? How do you live all with and not have a yard sale page? How do you do this? So I feel like I'm – I feel like I'm the girl who's like, there's a mice, there's a mice, they're chewing the ropes. Oh, my gosh, get them off. They're so nasty. They're so nasty. And I feel like God is sending people like you next to me going, Laura, no, God is cleansing. And God is refueling your family. And God is restoring your family. And just watch. Just wait. Because all these things that are chewing away and all the stuff that has you so freaked out and overstressed and overexhausted, what you don't see is you're being freed. And... I need friends like you to remind me of that, to remind me that I'm not sacrilegious and I didn't disgust God when we didn't, you know, and I felt guilty. Like maybe I should just get my kids ready and go to a different church. Like maybe we should go to another church Sunday because it is Easter Sunday. I can't remember a time when I've not been in church on Easter Sunday. And it was such a bizarre um, reset in my mind of just convincing myself God loves you anyway. And Laura, he knows he's the one who has set your life in this pattern he knows you have a lot to do and he knows you have three weeks left to do it you went to church last night and it's okay and but it was still just an icky it was this finding the balance between what are my god-given duties versus what are the man-made responsibilities that we have so weighed ourselves down with which when jesus was here he hated that and he, he chided the pharisees like that's not my rule <laughs> that's a rule that you made up you know, he says, you're going to tell me I can't feed my disciples on the Sabbath? They're hungry. I'm going to feed them. Don't tell me I can't pick grain. Don't tell me I can't go to a field on the Sabbath. I'm Jesus. I am the Sabbath. Ooh, sassy Jesus. Um, so I, I'm just so thankful. I'm so, I'm so torn. I'm so schizophrenic right now because I am the girl saying, oh, the <laughs> And I'm the girl saying, no, it's freedom. I am so... I just forgive me. It's schizophrenic right now. Um, no, okay. uh, have, you okay. had a rat on, have you ever had a rat progress. on me? But if you if you had a rat on you, um, yeah. I mean, you know what? Let's give it <laughs> some credit. There's a rat, a little small version of a rat chewing something near my ear in my face. 
So come on, give yourself a little credit for like the hey, hey, what you nibbling? What you nibbling over there? What you nibbling? You know what I mean? It's okay. <laughs> you precious thing. You're like, whoa, watch it. I just, oh man, I'm so grateful for just how God comes in. And already because of the past three years and because of the past times that we have come in and asked him, I already know how he has it. He already has something just awesome lined out. And so I'm going to pray right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to thank him. First of all, oh, am I ready for a green light? Let me just go. Jesus, thank you so much for all you're providing for Laura. I, I thank you that you already have this awesome plan laid out. I thank you, I thank you, Father, that in the midst of sometimes being nibbled on, it's hard to see your ultimate plan, but your ultimate plan is to free us, Father. And I thank you for sending your son, knowing that plan, knowing what would have to happen, Father. And I just I praise you, Father, for Good Friday and that Jesus made that choice. Um, I thank you. I can't imagine that kind of love. It is unimaginable to me when I look into the eyes of my children, that love. So I thank you for that. Thank you so much um, that it was Good Friday. I thank you for the three days, Father. And in that three days, Father, I thank you for the rejoicing and the time that heaven had with Jesus. The homecoming that that was. The da-da. And then it came back. (laughs) Mary, you lucky rascal. And I thank you for that, too. I thank you for the importance of letting us know as women that we are important in your eyes and how much you love us and entrust us with your word and your message, which is awesome. And so I thank you for that that rejoicing, that feeling of Abba, Father, you know, that's you, and that is awesome. The tomb that was rolled away, Father, that, see, you can just come into our lives. So I pray that, Father, that you would come into our lives, breathe into our homes, and come in um, into those dark places. I thank you that you are the light and you are the joy. I thank you that it's not in us being perfect at all. Claim it, thank goodness. Um, but that you are perfect. <laughs> you are just awesome and perfect. That's because I'm making a couple mistakes over here. Okay, easy with the fine glass <laughs> tomb. I just want to break that for you. That my tomb is a hot mess. Okay, which is why sometimes mm-hmm. I don't think we want to invite you in, Father. But you know what? Take that away too. That's that stone is rolled away. We are free. God says, "Come out. You are not trapped by death anymore. I have eternity with you, and I want to spend some good times here on earth, earth with you because I want you to be joyful." So I pray for joy for Laura, which is funny to pray for in a move but i pray for joy for laura during the move knowing that her family will be reunited i think that during this time that you have been the super glue that has kept them together um a time when you know you get separate sometimes the enemy loves to crowbar you know and he loves to be you feel that crowbar coming and so i thank you that you are just the remover of crowbars you allow no weapon against us to prosper so i pray for that i thank you that you have already prepared a way this special day, I pray for extra help to come in. Um, give her the hands that you that you have. I wish they were mine. Yeah. But you know what? You've got ten <laughs> other hands. So bring in the hands for her and everything that she needs. And I pray and I thank you for her kids, Father, that help. And I thank you, Father, that just the, their creativity. Look at Haley. That's amazing with the bath salts. I, just, I thank you that you continue to bless them through the example of the mother, which she sees herself pulling her hair out. They see a mom who's rooted in you. And so... That's awesome, and it's an example to me, too. I feel like I'm in the stands with my popcorn, like, this is awesome. Still, Laura. So <laughs> give her that blessing today. And for anyone else who needs it, that's in there with us. We pray for it for you, too, in Jesus' name. Amen. I can't wait Amen. for next week. Narnia? Oh, y'all better <laughs> tune in. You better tell your friends. Me, too. Do we have any time? I don't know. Maybe we do. You know what? I want to hear an update on. Yeah. What? Okay. Um, well, I want to oh. hear an update on the um, on the sitcom 
And on the writing with Cleto, is there any update? Thank you for asking. There is. Um, at the end of April, Ooh. we're going to start shooting, which is awesome news. Ah, and as I start breathing harder, as my heart palpitations start, I have to remember to breathe. Um, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that every experience that I've ever felt hair pulling out will now be turned into God's glory. For sure. <laughs> you, you know, this is, how, this is how he pulled me through. And this is not just pulled me through, but we were laughing through it. You know, he was tugging the rope. I was giggling all the way through the mud. And so mm. I just think, you know, that I can do that with a, a cool friend and um, just for whatever God, you know, I'm grateful to always be just doing something, you know, it's just fun, you know, whatever you have, right. Father, that is, is awesome. So the end of April, we're going to do that. We're fitting scripture now to a lot of the episodes, which is, um, there's just so many. There's a, the, Cletho has this one scene with Proverbs 31 woman or something. <sighs> so much comedy in that is really silly. You know what I mean? It's almost silly. It's almost silly. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be a really fun project. And um, I went and did an open mic because I, I fell. You know, when you sometimes say you fall, you got to get back up. And so I got back up, and I feel more confident. Um, and oh, more good. confident in the fact that God, God says it's not that you fell on stage. It's that, you know, if you're moving into an area that I – maybe don't have for you right now, I'm going to trip you and you need to pay attention to the trip. Mm. And so anyway, so back Ouch. on stage this Friday doing a fun thing with Cletho for end game and it's going to be awesome. So it's a night, it's a late show, nine o'clock, mm, super late for mom, but I get to nice. put a rascally beautiful dress on and take a shower. Oh, <laughs> awesome. I love showers. I love showers. I love showers. <laughs> So great. Uh, My lash glow. So, no, it is a wonderful, blessed, awesome day. And I love it. Man, you know what? I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited about Narnia. I just, Asland. Oh, and you and me with the the archer princesses. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so we, as those of you who are possibly tuning into this as your first show or first couple of shows, what you don't understand is that for three years we have been. Oh, have you seen this movie? You know when? Oh, okay. Oh, you seen this? No. Okay. And we have never ever seen any of the same. Maybe The Little Mermaid might be the only one that we've both seen. And so we are going to years. And then, yes, and what was it? A couple of months ago, we discovered that we've both not only seen Natural Libre, but that it is one of our, forgive us, don't judge, life-defining cinematic yes. gifts yes. of yes. livelihood. There I'll are so it. many lines that you can, you can quote. You can quote Natural Libre in any situation in life. I don't even care what it is. Oh. Uh, you just can quote Happy it Easter. any time of the day. Yes. Every yes. moment of my life. I've had no diarrhea. I've had diarrhea Easter. since Easter. I'm so Easter. glad. I usually have had diarrhea since <laughs> Easter's every day. Every day I've had diarrhea since Easter's. So. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay, anyway. So the fact that we have both seen the Chronicles <gasps> is really astronomical because we felt like we had been given the gold medal when we discovered a movie that we, we both knew and we both loved and both equally cherished in our day-to-day lives so the fact that we now uh, i'm telling you next week's show is going to blow you out of the water because oh there's going to be nothing so like the narnia see. show there, you know what even small taste nippets i'm gonna give you a nippet right now of a nippet 
the beavers, okay? The beavers, or were they hedgehogs? Beavers. The point is, how I want to be like that in my life, too. When people are are in need of shelter or in need of that place, you know, get on in here. The goat, maybe they froze a little shh, and they would, the ice and the clank. Oh, my gracious, all to protect a name. Wow. You know what I mean? And Christians of the world are really suffering. I mean, we're we're joking about this. Oh, go ahead. There you go, Thomas. No, Thomas, the the fawn, where he is actually supposed to be under the um, under the service of the white witch, and then he meets Lucy, Mm. and instead he changes his how God can take people whose loyalty is directed towards Satan, and God can even use those people to be blessings and to be protection in our life when they are technically under service. To the master of this world, God can say, no, now they're deemed for my service. In this moment in time, they're on my team. And Tumnus suffered for it. You know, he went to jail and he got turned to stone and all of this stuff. And at the end, of course, he was redeemed because he had pleaded his allegiance, given the opportunity away from the White Witch at the risk of his own life to protect those that Aslan had chosen. And so I love, love, love the redemption throughout that. And I love that he... He was under service to somebody else, and he, he changed it. I mean, all it took is just one genuine person. He's like, hey, I know the real deal when I see it. Done. I'm done. I will risk my life to now follow you know what? what I Guess know. I'm going to blow your mind. Deal. I mean, seriously, this is going to blow your mind here. Thomas, okay, you say as, you know, because, you know, sometimes people think things, you know, I'm going to break it like a real-world scenario here, all right, with Thomas, all right? Let's say it's your husband. Let's just go ahead and, hey, I'm using anonymous names, okay? But... Instead of judging, you know, so how many times do we turn away from the Thomas, you know, we turn away because, oh, they, you know, the sin of the witch or whatever, or whatever they're, you know, right. instead of going help, like uh, Lucy extends the olive branch, you know what I mean? She extends that olive branch to that goat. Maybe the, the listeners don't give up on that goat. Don't, you know what I mean? Or insert name of goat. The point is, you know, we're all, and you know what? The bottom line is we're all Thomas. I, turn down your volume. Right. Please turn down the volume for this next section. We are all Thomas. <laughs> we're all a goat. We all need Lucy's light. We all need, you know, that, that source of Jesus to come around to us, to give us that opportunity, right. to give us that chance. Who am I think I'm not a goat? I am a goat as well. And you know what? I love that God hasn't given up on me. You know, I mean, he wants to right. turn us into this beautiful thing. And I'm going to fast forward all the way to the end of the show. <laughs> Bam, when things are awesome. And the green, the lush, the, I mean, I can't even begin to, if you haven't seen this movie, if you're not get, catching the passion from Laura and I, you need to watch it before <laughs> next Wednesday so we can – so this whole For beaver Haslam sure. thing is not weird to you. Um, but, yeah, the end, but that is what God's promise is to us. We can have it now, but Jesus right. is risen, and that's his promise to us regardless. And that is beautiful, and it is real. Anyway, sign Thomas. Sign Jessica Thomas. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, we are going to have a movie together next. We're going to have a movie marathon. Forget it. We can't, our first meeting, we can't do a women's retreat. There will be no time. We will need to spend Mm. eight to ten hours getting through the Narnia trilogy. Of course, maybe sandwiching it with Nacho Libre to start, Nacho Libre to finish. We're going to do this. And then maybe a little Top Gun and Facing the Giants in the middle because we both Mm. have agreed that we need to see each other's movies. So. You know what? Oh. That is so personality giving too. Laura facing the Giants and Jessica Top Gun. But the beauty of it <laughs> together is so nice. It's just a yes. soup of deliciousness. It's not too much this, and it's a little bit of that. I don't know. 
It is awesome. I love our life. And you know what? I'm just going to say this. I'm going to extend it out because I've been really praying about it. You know, we have this thing where you have to have good videotape in order to get bookings for retreats and things like that. It's important to have quality. Quality costs money. <laughs> yeah. So I'm learning. So I'm learning. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so this is the thing. Um, Green Records is uh, an awesome company here in my little hometown, and they have agreed to tape and, you know, put together snippets. The cost is around $750,000. I'm just going to put it out there because that's the only way I know how to work. Okay? I don't know how to do code talking. I just don't. So that's what the cost is. You know, breaking down the cost per woman I would need to come to, you know, fill the stage, I just kept thinking about it. And I, kept, I don't know, I couldn't go to the next level. So I woke up last night and had this awesome idea. I thought to myself, why don't I just wait? And why don't we get that money to get Laura down here, which is a little ticket. And we do the same thing. You know, I get the same kind of commitment from these ladies. Like, listen, ladies, <laughs> I'm going to need you to give a mandatory love offering of about $15 for my 50 okay? Because, um, see, the thing is, is that's a lot of work. <laughs> mandatory. Right. It's not really choice. Um, but that's the thing is, is to explain to them that is, it is to enhance our ministry. It is to enhance the places that we want, you know, to go. To do something like that, it is a production. It's really putting something together. And so I encourage you guys, if you're the praying type or even just the nosy type, whatever, tune back in, um, just right. to ask for that, that provision. You know, God just, you know, I'm going to ask it right now. God gave us that provision for Laura to come to Texas, for us to be able to get some three years later quality taping, to have other opportunities, Father, to not just hang out, which is my selfish goal. You know I love you. But also to, to just be blessed by others. I'm not even going to say to bless others, but just to be blessed by other women that we get to meet out there who are like us so we don't feel alone, which is really comforting to me. So anyway, I pray for that opportunity. Where anyway, Laura could come to Texas and we get our tape. And it's you know what it's like? It's like hunting for a buffalo. I, we want to hunt this buffalo. We want to kill it. We want to give thanks for it. We want to give thanks for it. And I want to skin that thing, and I want to use it because you can use the meat of the video for so many things. You know, you could have mm-hmm. a DVD that's made, um, like an hour DVD that you begin to sell, which is a great product to have at future shows. And then also you can cut up those snippets. That's cutting up the hide. Bam. You can send out for, you know, promo reels. So, you know, yes. we're mamas. We're behind the curve. We're 100 yards in, but we still have dreams and, and things that we want. So I'm, you know, excited for for, the, for asking for that. I'm so bold before the throne. <laughs> Me too. Well, you have not. You know what? Because I'm happy either way. So. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Chicken soup, no chicken soup, we're good. You know, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, oh, my friend. Who went through this, you know, food sanitation class. And I remember one time I was working a weekend with her for AMTC and I left my hot wings out because clearly you cannot, in between auditions, you can't just be refrigerating your hot wings. And after a couple hours, she's like, No, Laura, do you understand the rate at which bacteria multiplies? She's like, You don't understand. At this point, there are probably, and she threw out this number, like 822,000 molecules of bacteria that are getting ready to spore. And I was like, these are my hot wings, well, and I'm not throwing them away. It's only been three hours. She's like, no, decomposition starts within, like, she knew all these minutes. So I was totally thinking of her as we're eating on this soup all weekend. I love her. You know, we just Easy bless it, sport, and then the, the next top. meal, we, <laughs> we bless it a little more. And then, you know, we have all-out prayer meeting before the, we eat the last bowl out of the pot. It's good. It's really good. 
you know what? Diarrhea since Easter's is real. Okay, guys? <laughs> and we're fine. We're fine. We need a cheap bowling cleanse over here. <laughs> <laughs> poor man's bowling cleanse. <laughs> yes, poor, man, poor man's bowling cleanse. Ah, oh, my gosh. That is so funny. I want to just die. I have to control it because I just want to burst right now. That is so funny. <laughs> Can I get a Paulette's Colic Cleanse? Oh, the three-day old, the three-day chicken. Oh, yeah. No, you know what we need to do? Okay, okay, we are so out of time. You know those safety videos where there's like 14 steps and they dirty like 85 bowls in the process and everybody has these fancy kitchen blenders and they're just whipping up all this stuff with ingredients that nobody has in their normal kitchen? I want to make our own that line of safety pretty. videos where it is served on a Dixie plate. I'm telling you, paper plate. <laughs> I want to cut it with a plastic fork and then when you show me putting the bite in my mouth, it is going to be a hot mess bun on top of my head, no makeup, and I'll be like, tasty. And we're going to do it. Our whole... <laughs> And the maybe tasty part we could put our is when you throw it in the trash. <laughs> I, you have yes, when you have no dishwasher, I, no one else can understand that. I'd love yeah. paper plates with a ridiculous passion. Oh. I'm Thank telling you. you, they're they're putting years, they're putting paper plates. I'm killing the environment, but they're putting years on my life. They're putting years. Oh my goodness, on my life. I'm telling you, that's yeah. craziness. Okay, you Amen. know what? Okay, there's like 30 Amen. seconds left. Guys, follow us on Facebook <laughs> at Christian Comedy Chicks. Next week, Narnia. Can't wait. Laura, Woo-hoo! need I say I love you? I love need you. I say I love you for the millionth time? Because I'm going to say it 10 more million times. I love you. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss.